Lord Jesus, we're asking you to bless these tithes and these offerings that were lifted up, Father. You continue to bless this ministry, this church, Lord. All the brothers and sisters, Lord, that uh, come here, Lord, and just seek you out, Father, that you may be able to bless their lives, Lord, uh, and that we can be a blessing uh, to this ministry, Father, in any way that we can, Lord, just to give, give time, Lord, and give uh, what is needed, Lord, to keep this ministry going, Father. We're so grateful for everything that you do, Lord, in our community. We ask, Father, that you uh, uh, help us, Lord, right now to be able to receive your word, Lord, to be blessed by your word, Father. Uh, speak to our hearts, Lord, speak to our needs, those things that uh, we are currently battling, Father, that you may be able to speak to us and reveal to us, Lord, uh, the great mystery, Lord. We ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless everyone, brothers and sisters. Y'all might be seated. Praise the Lord. We got some rain today, a little bit of rain, a little teasing rain. But praise God, we're not going to complain, right? We're not going to complain because it looks like for the next couple more days, God willing, we'll have some. They're saying the cold front. That's a cold front that came through, but praise God for that. We will take it. We will happily take it. And it was good to see the rain uh, today. Uh, it's always beautiful to see how um, the earth receives its beautiful rain. Que, que bonito es, hermanos, que tenemos la lluvia que ha, que ha llegado aquí. Está bien seco ahorita. Uh, y que bonito es, que verde se pone todo cuando viene la lluvia. Amen. So vamos a dar uh, gracias a Dios por la lluvia. Uh, vamos a orar por el pastor, nos estaba sintiendo bien ahora, so uh, si podemos orar por él, that we can pray for pastor, he's not feeling well, uh, keep him in our prayers, and like I said also for uh, uh, Ruth uh, losing Connie, uh, uh, and uh, and you know the difficult the difficulties with that, and that there can be peace right now, and, and, uh, and that God may just be able to dwell uh, in this, in this place, in their home, Lord, and uh, be able to be uh, everything that they need uh, because right now they need a lot, uh, a lot of questions, a lot of things that are going on. But praise God, uh, our prayers uh, will reach them if we focus on that. Amen. Uh, oh, God bless the kids' classes uh, and the youth class uh, this evening. Los los clases de los niños y los jóvenes. Dios sigue hablando God keeps on working in their lives and hopefully working in our lives too, the young uh, lives that are here and uh, um, that are still here in the congregation, that we haven't forgotten uh, the good things of God and that we haven't, you know, muted our ears. I, I find it I find it very uh, interesting how pastors brought this up before too, that, um, you know, when, when John the Baptist uh, was ending uh, his ministry, he asked... Um, he asked if he was the Messiah, right? He asked if Jesus was the Messiah. Everybody remembers that. Right? And uh, and the key things that he, he mentioned, he said that the lame are walking and the mute are talking. Uh, um, you know, the deaf are hearing. Things, miracles that we say, but um, in today's uh, world, the most important thing is that if you are deaf to the word of God, that God can open up your ears to hear it. You know, if you are lame and walking in the things of God, that God can straighten out uh, your ways to walk correct. If you're having difficulty speaking, you know, the word of God, that God can uh, have a miracle tonight in your life to speak it. These things are here. These promises are here. This, And, and, and as it was said, it's, it, it was promises for us to, to continue on these type of miracles would be here for that. Uh, the title of tonight's word, brothers and sisters, is God's glory has no boundaries. La gloria de Dios no tiene límites. Um, I've, been, I've been studying a lot on different books of the Bible, and uh, uh, I've kind of mentioned a couple of them. You know, we, st we started in Judges, if everybody remembers. Uh, anybody else remember the next one? <laughs> what was it? Joshua, I don't think it was Joshua. Was it Joshua? 
<laughs> now you question that. What'd you say, bro? Samuel? Another one? I don't think we did Samuel. Oh, we did first Samuel. Uh, Thessalonians? Judges? Judges was the big one that I had, you know, went over. And then we did, uh, it was, I believe it was Habakkuk. Is that right? Was it Habakkuk? Or am I missing the one? No, no, I had a Ruth. I know it wasn't Ruth. So the books that I was talking about had a lot to do with uh, the Babylonians and gods, if we remember, uh, that were being worshipped and how in Judges, especially speaking in Judges, uh, that the, the Lord would get frustrated with the people of Israel. And the book of Judges is, is a, uh, you know, Brother Lorenzo brought the message of Samson, uh, but the book of Judges is, it's called the dark times of the Bible. And why it's called the dark times of the Bible is because uh, the people of God wouldn't learn their lesson. They wouldn't learn their lesson. They would get captive, uh, cry and pray to God. God would bring a hero or a judge, as they would call it. Uh, and, and there was quite a few of them. And yet they, w- they would be freed and yet they would fall back into um, uh, being captive. And it was just a, a vicious cycle like we talked about. Uh, in Thessalonians, when we talked about uh, Paul and Timothy uh, visiting, uh, we could see that there was a lot of uh, uh, trials and tribulations that believers were going through because they were in an environment that didn't receive or accept God. And, and they were receiving persecution. They were receiving uh, things that, um, Paul describes uh, in, in 1 Thessalonians by hearing what was going on, but in 2 Thessalonians starts to really um, uh, hone in because even some of them were dying uh, of persecution. Um, tonight, we're going to be talking uh, a little bit more still about the persecution of the church, the persecution, but also uh, the reasoning behind it. It was really uh, judgment on the church. Uh, and we're going to be reading out of Ezekiel tonight uh, a little bit. Ezekiel is a very profound book. It's a, it's a big book, so we won't get through it all, but I'm going to highlight a couple of things. But I would recommend, and I'm going to actually break them down so you could go back and read it because it is such a good book. Ezekiel is a very powerful book. It's a book that I hold dear to my heart because of the message of the dry bones, which is a message that God reached me in uh, and touched my heart in it. So I hold... Uh, but to understand a little bit more about Ezekiel is what the plan is tonight. So, uh, vamos a estar hablando, hermanos, como estaba diciendo, estábamos hablando de jueces. Uh, y eso era un tiempo bien oscuro en la Biblia. Y uh, el pecado del de, eh, pueblo de Dios era bien grande. Y siempre estaban capti- captivados uh, en esclava, esclavos, esclavos, esclavos. Uh, y, uh, y Dios uh, mandaba a alguien uh, como, Samson, como Samson, como dijo, habló Loren, hermano Lorenzo la semana pasada Y les ayudaba y, 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 y tenían uh, victoria Pero regresaban para atrás, para atrás para el pecado Para atrás para haciendo cosas que no estaban honrando uh, a Dios y, uh, y venía otra vez Y estaba feo la cosa. Y también hablamos en telas. I can't even say it in English now. First Thessalonians. Thessalonicenses. Hablamos de ese libro también. Y que este pueblo, cuando le habló Pablo y Timoteo, ganaron tanto amor por las cosas de Dios. Y comenzaron a servirle a Dios. Y. Pero vino el juicio uh, en, con el pueblo con ellos. Porque estaban sirviendo a Dios y no estaban sirviendo los dioses que tenían. Porque eran griegos y, uh, y, y tenían muchos dioses ellos. So es importante hermanos que entendemos que uh, hay do, dos tipos de, de personas aquí. Hay unas personas que uh, están, uh, uh, how getting punished. Están, anybody? And we ain't got no Mexicans in this church. Castigando, le estaban castigando. Who said it, Brother Richard? <laughs> I can't see. 
I can't see if your lips are moving. Le estaban castigando uh, en, en, en el libro de jueces porque estaban, no lo estaban sirviendo a Dios. Uh, y en, en el Nuevo Testamento le estaban castigando porque estaban sirviéndole a Dios. Dos diferentes tipos. So we see here, brothers and sisters, uh, two examples here. In Judges, we saw that the people weren't uh, uh, honoring God and following his commandments, and they got punished. They got capti captivated. They got uh, enslaved, uh, and then they would get free, right? And it would happen again like we talked about. But in the New Testament, uh, the Thessalonians, they were getting punished. Why? Because they served the Lord. Two different types, right? One was getting punished because... They were breaking the commandments, the breaking the Lord's uh, laws. The other one was getting pan, uh, uh, punished because they were serving the Lord. They were peaceful people. You read it, and Paul, you know, tells them all, and 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 is proud of them. Well, we're going to see a different type of group uh, this evening in Ezekiel, something similar, a little bit to uh, uh, the uh, book of Judges that we read. But we're going to talk through it a little bit. If we could start out, though, brothers and sisters, in Psalms ten seventeen. Let's take this journey together and ask the Lord to reveal to us uh, his beautiful word uh, this evening. Amen. And we can push away any distraction, any kind of thing, anything that's fighting us from receiving God's precious word. Psalms 10, 17 uh, says, Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. Thou wilt prepare their heart. Thou wilt cause their ear to hear. Now, this is beautiful, right? It says, El deseo de los humildes, oíste, o Jehová, tú despones su corazón y haces atento tu oído. Now, now, brothers and sisters, what's beautiful is for the Lord to prepare our hearts, what has to happen? Amen. Stay with some confidence. Wake up to this thing because if, you know, right now, man, we're in a situation, brothers and sisters, if, if you don't have this thing at a high level, your spirituality, yikes. Because we're living in some weird times right now, and you got, you better be very careful. So we, we want to get as much of this as we can. If you're not humble, then what? He can't, can't work on your heart. He can't prepare your heart. So it requires that. It starts off with saying that. It starts off with saying that. It says, Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. He's heard the desire of the humble. Thou will prepare their heart. So the Lord, once he hears our desires, he's going to prepare our heart because we're humble. Humbleness is so important. Humbleness can be seen in a lot of different ways in actions, in spirit. Right now, there's not a very good humble spirit in this country. So do you think the Lord's hearing this country right now or people that are acting out? So it's important that there be a light, that there be a salt in the earth right now, in our land. Está buscando los humildes, hermanos, ahorita Dios. Y dice aquí que, como dice, tú despones su corazón. Lo vas a preparar, el corazón de los humildes. ¿Cómo, va, ¿Cómo Dios va a trabajar en alguien que no es humilde? ¿Cómo va a trabajar en alguien que no abra su corazón a él? ¿Trabaja Dios con matrío, martillo, con castigo? Si lo amaba tanto su pueblo que mandaba estas cosas como estamos hablando. Pero es tan fácil cuando dejamos el orgullo. You know, how, how can God work with somebody that's is, is proud and not humble? That's not how God works. God will work on them with a hammer. He'll work on them with trials and tribulations. That's why we got to be so quick and not just be acceptive of our situation. Some of us are acceptive accepting the situation right now, the way you're feeling right now, the way you feel and you're looking at things, you've accepted it. You've accepted it. 
God doesn't want us to accept a situation. He wants us to be wise and look at the situation and what got us in the situation. There's wisdom that God has given his people. If we decide to listen to him, if we decide to be humble, he will work on our hearts. What is the Lord doing in in your heart tonight? What does the Lord need to do in your heart tonight? We must ask him that. Debemos preguntarle al Señor, ¿qué, Señor, necesitas hacer en mi corazón, Señor? Si tengo el orgullo, yo quiero que trabajas en mi corazón. We want the Lord to work in our hearts. Amen. Psalms 145.19 says, Psalms 145.19 says, He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and will save them. So it says here, he will fulfill the desire. We all have desires. Every one of us has a desire here. There's not one person that says, I don't have a desire. Somebody's thought of something. Somebody's wanting something. It's humanistic that, that's just in us, that there's a desire. There's good desires. There's bad desires here in the church too. But it says here, he will fulfill the desires of them that fear him. So those bad desires aren't fearing him. We know that because they're not doing God's will. So we can't even trust that that's going to get fulfilled by him. But what we can trust in is that God will listen to the humble. What we can trust in is that God will listen to those that fear him. Fearing him means being obedient to him. It means difficulties at times. It means a regimen. It means uh, a consistency in something. It means breaking habits, thoughts, ways, actions. That shows that we fear our God, that we respect our Lord. He will also hear their cry and will save them. Brothers and sisters, as, as, as we see everything around us and, 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 and it's been difficult, even this passage with the loss of families and all these different things, we must trust that the Lord has heard us if we're faithful to his word. Es bien difícil, hermanos, lo que todo lo que está pasando ahorita. Hay personas que no han visto sus familias. Hay, hay personas que han perdido sus familias. Hay muchas preguntas, muchas preguntas. Pero una pregunta que no debemos traer es que Dios es Dios. Él es Dios. Y su palabra es verdad en lo que dice. Si lo tememos a Él... Él está escuchando nuestras oraciones. Eso debemos tener confianza. We should just trust in that. The problem is when we don't trust in that, then we lead into confusion into this. We don't allow God to work in us. We keep on reading here in Proverbs 19.22. Proverbs 19.22. Proverbs 19.22 reads... Fear of a man is his kindness. The desire of a man is his kindness. And a poor man is better than a liar. Contentamiento es a los hombres hacer misericordia. Pero mejor es el pobre que el mentiroso. Mucho sabiduría en, en, en el libro de Proverbios, hermanos. So, so much uh, wisdom here. The desire of a man is his kindness. It's beautiful. That it, It's almost saying like if it's not, because we have so many desires, it's, it's a characteristic that uh, God honors is kindness. 
And it's hard. It's hard during these times. It's hard. These masks get sweaty. People annoy you just a little bit more. You're just saying it's patient anymore. Can't believe that they forgot your french fries again. There's so many things that start to set us off, that start to eliminate a characteristic that God honors. is kindness. Y es algo importante, hermanos, que tenemos este, este fruto que Dios da de uh, ser bueno con personas. Siempre siendo la luz en oscuro tiempos. Porque esos tiempos son bien oscuros, hermanos. Mucha gente tiene preguntas, no, 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 no saben, da, mucha gente está creyendo lo que están viendo. <coughs> Tienen preguntas. No, no, no saben que hay, hay cosas más uh, abajo de lo que están viendo. Y es nuestra oportunidad para hablar de Dios. Para traer el paz de Dios en sus vidas. It's important, brothers and sisters, right now in these times that we take advantage of these opportunities because people are just seeing something and it's... Uh, um, Okay. It, it was pretty interesting. I heard somebody say this, and it's the truth. What do they call a, a, a TV show, right? They call it a program, right? And and what, what do they call a TV? Television, right? Television. So, But the program is there to program you. You watch it, and it's going to program you. Everybody getting that? I don't see any. Not everybody's. Pro, is everybody programmed here? Do I need to? Do I need to snap my fingers to get everybody out of the hypnosis? I don't see. It's, it's really weird. I, I, again, I, do I need to get the camera like I used to remember I talked about before you had masks? As I need to just put the cameras on you. It's really hard to see if you guys are understanding it. So it programs you. So guess what? If there is a, an initiative, and the initiative is for you to see this or believe this, it's going to be there. So either you know the truth, you know what God is saying in the truth, or you're going to believe what? What you're seeing. So we must trust in God's word and, and listen to God's word in these things. El televisión tiene mucho poder, hermanos. Para las cosas buenas y cosas malas. Tiene información, si lo estás usando para información, para, pero también te puede hacer malo con cosas que estás viendo. Y eso es un problema, porque debemos confiar en Dios siempre, no en, en la televisión o lo que la gente lo está diciendo a nosotros. Dios ya tiene la plan, Dios ya sabe lo que va a pasar en el futuro. Esa es nuestra confianza siendo hijos de Dios. If we turn to Isaiah 26, 8, Isaiah 26, 8 says, Yea, in the way of thy judgments, O Lord, have we waited for thee. The desire of, of our soul is to thy name and to the remembrance of thee. Listen to that, brothers and sisters. También en el camino de tus juicios, O Jehová, te hemos esperado. A tu nombre y a tu memoria Es el deseo del alma. Yea, in the way of thy judgment, O Lord, have we waited for thee. The desire of our soul is to thy name. I said, brother and sister, some of us, you know, things were different. Things have been different. Some of us have a bitterness in, in some of these things instead of looking at the positiveness of things. Some of us are too focused on what hasn't gone right instead of what God has held together. Some of us are struggling with that. We can't un- unshackle ourselves. We're captive. We're captive and it's murmuring is a sin. So you know, complaining is a sin. Just so you know, you know, some of us 
uh, we have shadows in our in our homes from times of past that are still there that are looking to see and seek dry places. The word of God speaks of it. In that moment that you say something, that moment that you complain about something, that moment you didn't like something, a spirit re-enters. And it doesn't come alone this time. And the destruction can be greater this time. So we must be vigilant, courageous to sniff out these things, to call them out, to push them away. Because the world is unstable right now. Religion is unstable right now. They don't even know what to do anymore. So we got to just trust in what God has for us. Hermanos, ahorita en estos tiempos todo se está moviendo, hermanos. El mundo se está moviendo de una manera que, que no, tienen, no se pueden establecer. Se siente bien terrible. Todos los pensamientos, todas las cosas que están diciendo. No sabemos, hermanos, porque estamos bien, uh, how do you say, comfortable, confortables, cómodos, aquí donde estamos. Ah, está todo bueno, no, a veces no tranco uh, mi troca, a veces no hago esto, está todo bien aquí, no, es, no hay peligro. Pero viene tiempos peligrosos. Y no si, si notamos ahorita, uh, pensando en esas cosas, hermanos, y preparándonos, preparando nuestras familias para esas cosas. De maneras no, no de armas y todo esto. ¿Te vas a dormir? ¿Qué, ¿Qué justo tiene tu arma cuando estás dormido? El Señor nunca se duerme. ¿No entienden eso? What good is it to have a gun in your house if you fall asleep? God doesn't fall asleep. He's the ultimate protection for our lives. At all times, God has been good to us. And we praise him for that, brothers and sisters. We thank him for that, amen? I'd like for us to uh, uh, talk a little bit here, brothers and sisters, on uh, Ezekiel. So Ezekiel, I'm going to give a little bit of a, an overview a little bit about Ezekiel. Ezekiel was a, pre- a priest in Jerusalem. And at the age of 30 year, years old, um, uh, Jerusalem, which you can actually read this in Kings. I believe it's Second Kings. I think I wrote it down here somewhere. Um, I'll get it for you, but it's in Second Kings where it talks about when Jerusalem was captured towards the end of Second Kings. But Ezekiel was a priest in Jerusalem, and uh, Jerusalem got attacked by the Babylonians. But they couldn't overtake the city, but they captured people. So follow me with this, okay? So they captured Israelites. Guess Ezekiel was one of the Israelites that they captured, and they took them. Well, Ezekiel had just turned 30, and he was going to get to now uh, practice in the synagogues because that's the age that they would practice. But he, is, he gets taken with these people to, to the Babylonians, uh, uh, taken away from Jerusalem. So they took him captive. And then five years later, they wrote this book. So just so you get a little bit of a, a perspective on it. So the, in chapter 1, which we're not going to read in chapter 1, I just kind of want to give a highlight, but I, I encourage you guys to read this because it's beautiful. It's, it's a story. It really is a story. If you like stories, this was a story. This isn't, you know, uh, uh, Shakespeare where you can't understand the English it is. You really will understand it if you read it. So it's beautiful. Read chapter 1. In chapter 1, the Lord appears to Ezekiel. Ezekiel standing, uh, sitting by a creek, and he sees this cloud, uh, a storm that comes up, and he sees uh, um, these um, creatures, four creatures around, and it describes it. It describes the creatures and all this stuff. I don't want to get too far into the details of it. Uh, but then he sees the Lord sitting, almost like on a chariot that these creatures are holding. And he's shocked, right? He's like, what in the world is the Lord doing in Babylon? Because he should be in Jerusalem. This should be in Jerusalem. 
you know, uh, uh, he, he appeared to Moses in the mountain the same way. And so, hermanos, en Ezequiel era un sacerdote, ¿cómo se dice? Uh, que tenía 30 años y todavía no ha comenzado de trabajar en Jerusalén, pero el enemigo vino, como, I don't know how you say Babylonians, Babylonians. Ellos vinieron y, uh, y comenzaron a, a guerrar contra Jerusalén y no, no vencieron la ciudad, pero llevaron, cap, captivaron a uh, gente de la ciudad y una de las personas era Ezequiel. Y todavía no ha, eh, comenzó, comenzó de hablar en los sinagogas, sinagogas, no habló en los sinagogas, pero Dios se aparentó a él uh, cerca de, I don't know how you say creek or river, un río, un río, cerca de un río lo vio, lo vio una imagen de Dios y Dios le habló y estaba pensando cómo puede Dios Aquí con los Babylonians y no está en Jerusalén, pero Dios lo lleva a hablar. Y está, está bonito la historia porque vas a, vas a ver como otra vez el pueblo de, de Jerusalén uh, estaba sufriendo porque comenzaron a servir a otros dioses. Otra vez. Eso es de problemas siempre con el pueblo de Dios. Si vamos para atrás para Moisés. Cuando vino de, de, uh, de arriba del montaña Moisés, ¿qué estaban haciendo? Sirviendo a otros dioses. We need to click to this, brothers and sisters. The number one problem for God's people is serving other gods. It happens. Because I, I don't do that. That's, I don't. No, no. It gradually happens. Things become our gods. Mechanisms become our God. Something becomes our idol. So Ezekiel sees God and, 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 uh, and is amazed. And he, of course, you know, he questions. He said, what is God's glory doing in Babylon? Uh, and, and it's beautiful. And I wrote this down. God's glory appeared in Babylon, appointing Ezekiel, a Jewish exile, as his prophet, on Ezekiel's 30th birthday, Ezekiel's divine journey as God's messenger begins. And it is very divine. God takes Ezekiel through this process like he takes all his prophets. And they suffer. And they see what God sees in man. And it's crazy when you, some of the things that you end up reading that he had Ezekiel do to try to get people's attention. And people weren't interested. But we're going to start, if we can, I'd like for us to go to Ezekiel 3. Uh, and we're going to start on verse 1. Ezekiel 3. It's 48 chapters. So get, make you some popcorn or make you something that you, you know, um, you like to, to eat or drink some coffee while you're reading. I would recommend this is a good book for this, especially in the times that we're living. Es un buen libro. Esos libros están 48. Capítulos, hermanos, pero está bueno. Como Dios usó a Ezequiel. Vamos a comenzar a leer aquí en 3.1. Moreover, he said unto me, this is the Lord appearing to Ezekiel and speaking to him. He said unto me, son of man, eat that thou findest. Eat this roll and go speak unto the house of Israel. So the Lord had uh, uh, words written in rolls, right? In, 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 I think that's all they call them is rolls, right? Do they call it anything else maybe? Yeah, scrolls, rolls. So he had them and he tells them, eat. You've heard this before, right? Eat my word, eat my flesh. So look what he tells them here. He goes, this roll and go speak unto the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth and he caused me to eat that roll. And he said unto me, son of man, Cause thy belly to eat and fill thy bowels with this roll that I give thee. Then did I eat it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. And he said unto me, Son of man, go get thee unto the house of Israel and speak with my words unto them. 
for thou, and it's amazing how when God's going to use you, brothers and sisters, God's going to uh, make sure that you are um, up to his standards. He's going to give you nutrition. He's going to give you everything you need if God's going to use you. If you think God's using you and you don't have the honey and sweetness, the word isn't honey and sweetness to you, then God's not going to use you. You got to get to that point where we read before, which is what? Get our heart right. Humbleness. So don't get it confused. I've seen that many a times through the years, brothers and sisters, where a lot of people, they, they get ahead of what's required before God starts using you. There's a lot of things that come. There's a lot of breaking. There's a lot of uh, a heartache that comes before God starts using you. But you see here that uh, the Lord feeds Ezekiel his words, and then he asks Ezekiel, go to Jerusalem. And we, start, we keep on reading here. Verse 5, right? Verse 6, not too many people of a strange speech or of a hard language whose words thou canst not understand. Surely had I sent thee to them, they would have hearkened unto thee. But the house of Israel will not hearken unto thee. Listen to this. You know, I'm going to send somebody that they're going to understand because you're one of them. It's not going to be hard to understand. But you're going to see that they're still not going to understand. The Lord's preparing his but the house of Israel will not hearken unto thee, for they will not hearken unto me. What a difficult situation here. It's not very, it's not a, it's not a rah-rah moment that God's giving Ezekiel here. I need you to go do this, but don't, when you go over there and do that, they're still not going to listen to you because they don't listen to me. Kind of makes you feel a little, okay, God, what are we doing here, God? But Ezekiel is such a position where he's, okay, God, send me. Because God hasn't showed him and revealed everything to him yet. All the house of Israel are impundent and hard-hearted. This is where he starts to use, and we start to hear this, that their heart was made out of stone. They had a heart of stone. Behold, I have made thy face strong against their faces, and their foreheads strong against their foreheads. As an adamant, harder than flint, have I made thy forehead. Fear them not, neither be dismayed at their looks, though they be a rebellious house. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto thee, receive in thy heart, and hear with thy ears. Again, we hear that. Receive in your heart and make sure you hear it with your ears because that's the only way it's going to get to your heart. So important when we get here, brothers and sisters, that our ears and heart are clear to be able to receive God's word. And that there's not things distracting us. Because there's things that can distract us. There's evil things that distract us from receiving and hearing God's voice to free us from captivity. We don't want to be captive. Verse 11, and go get thee to them of the captivity unto the children of thy people and speak unto them and tell them, thus saith the Lord God, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear. Then the Spirit took me up, and I heard behind me a voice of great rushing, saying, Blessed be the glory of the Lord from this place, from his place. I heard also the noise of the wings of the living creatures that touched one another, and the noise of the wheels over against them, and the noise of a great rushing. So the Spirit lifted me up and took me away, and I went in bitterness in in the heat of my spirit, but in the hand of the Lord was strong upon me. Verse 15. Then I came to them of the captivity of Tel Aviv, 
that dwelt by the river of Chebar. And, and I sat where they sat and remained there astonished among them seven days. You can continue reading after this. I just wanted to read what the Lord was now telling Ezekiel to do during this. And it's amazing, brothers and sisters, as I mentioned before, he appears to him after being taken captive five years later. Five years later, some of you could be waiting still for God. Five years later after being captive, can you, can you say, can, can somebody, can somebody move their clock a little bit? Just because it happened this past year doesn't mean it's going to get resolved this year. God does powerful things and he takes the perfect time for these things. We got to trust that. Five years he was sitting there. When God appeared to him. So that was chapter three. And chapter four, chapter four is very interesting, brothers and sisters, because God then tells Ezekiel to start role playing. He start he tells them to do different things to get the attention of people. It's different stuff. He does like it's almost like uh, not skits, but almost like skits. He would show one of them, he shaved his head and cut his hair to try to get people's attention. Another one, he showed how they, with, with little figures, how they were captivated from, uh, captive from uh, the Babylonians. Another one, he ties himself up for a year, cooks food with poop, and eats it. And none of those things got their attention. And he showed everyone and explained to everyone how God had explained to him. Read it, it's in chapter 4. And he could see the hardness of their foreheads and the hardness of their hearts. And it was sad because, you know, God asked him to perform these signs and acts and demonstrations. And no one listens to them, doesn't even care. And why, brothers and sisters? Because even though they weren't uh, captive, and even though the city wasn't taken over, they were already worshiping in the city, the gods of the Babylonians. Vamos a leer aquí, hermanos, que en capítulo 4, Dios le pidió a Ezequiel, que hicieron unos señales al pueblo de Israel para enseñarlos que cómo estaba trabajando su vida, cómo estaban. Uno, uno era, tenía unos monitos y estaba enseñando cómo uh, los babilonians les, les uh, guerraron con ellos y cómo perdieron cosas. Otro era con uh, que, que se cortó su cabello como un ejemplo para enseñarlos y estaban todos confundidos y no entendieran lo que estaba diciendo y el otro el fin por un año estaba marado y, y nomás comía comida uh, que hizo con seco no sé cómo se dice I don't know how you say dung or como de animales el 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 poop. Nobody's helping me. Nobody's helping me, Margie. The animales. But somebody said something, what? No steaks. ¿Cómo dices? Estiércol. That's a new word for me. Pero usó eso para calentar su comida. Pero estaba terrible. Estaba enseñando al pueblo, esto es tu vida sin el Señor, pero no escucharon nada, no querían escuchar nada, y era bien triste. Él estaba viendo, él estaba viendo lo que Dios siempre estaba viendo con el pueblo, y para el profeta es, es algo que siempre pasa. And it's sad, you know, 
Um, it's sad, you know, I, I feel like, uh, it, you know, this is a, a unique time for pastor right now, seeing all these things going on. All these anxieties, all these fears, you know, can come over somebody that's had a, a beautiful ministry and now seeing this and, and, and seeing if people aren't paying attention or aren't going to listen. Because that's, the, that's the, the, what the prophet sees. You're not hearing the word. You're not, you're not hearing God's voice. You're, you're doing your own thing. You're wanting to do your own thing. You're, 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 you're wanting to do your own thing. And, and there's consequences to doing your own thing. So you see Ezekiel here seeing that the people didn't want to listen. They, they didn't even want to, to hear it. So in chapters 8 through 11, uh, they show Ju- Jerusalem uh, how it fell. And God finally has judgment. And he gives it in different characteristics here, which are pretty interesting. He gives different characteristics, different examples uh, that, are, that are pretty powerful ones, some that I've used before in the past that are very, uh, like I told you, this is an is a impactful story when you read it. So I'd I like for you guys to write these these down if you can. So in chapters 12 to 24, judgment on Israel. He talks about the judgment on Israel, how Israel is going to fall, uh, uh, follow uh, prostitutes, how, how it, 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 it would bow down to idols and all these different things. And in, in chapters 25 through 32, it's judgment on the nations around Israel. In 34 through 48, it's the hope of, for Israel. So es importante, hermanos, el juicio de Israel en capítulo 12 a 24, puedes leer del de, de juicio en, en Israel, el juicio en las naciones alrededor de Israel en capítulos 25 a 32. Y da ejemplos, enseña ejemplos, y está hablando, y está diciendo todo eso, y Ezequiel al pueblo de Dios. Y capítulos de entre 4 a 48 es la esperanza de Israel. El futuro de Israel con esperanza. So, we see... The Lord, which is unique, appears to Ezekiel in a, in a mighty way at that river by the Babylonians, which shocks Ezekiel. But then after we find out that they were worshiping gods in Jerusalem from the Babylonians, so the Lord left Israel in all his might to appear to Ezekiel. So that question where Ezekiel's like, what are you doing here, Lord? The Lord was like, you have no idea what's going on back home. Five years have gone, and these people have. Por cinco años, estaba lejos Ezequiel de Jerusalén. Y todas esas cosas estaban pasando, comenzaron a adorar diferentes dioses, y comenzaron a, a pecar contra Dios. Y Dios se fue de Israel. Y se aparentó a Ezequiel. Por eso estaba, ¿cómo, ¿cómo Dios aquí? ¿Por qué no estás? Porque yo te vine a, a, a hallar porque necesito que vayas para atrás y hablas a mi pueblo. So el título del de mensaje, brother, es que, if we can put the title back up, brothers and sisters. It's like, Gloria de Dios no tiene límites. God's glory has no boundaries. We can't set boundaries up. We know this. God right now is in homes that people would say, there's no way God could be in that home. God right now is in places that people say, there's no way God could be at that place. But if there's a heart that's in these places, if there's a heart, if there's a decision, that it's not, if there's humility in these places, if there's a desire for something else in these places, God is there. God was doing some different things with how he appeared to Ezekiel away from Jerusalem. 
was not common. But God wanted to use Ezekiel. And if we turn to Ezekiel 24, 16, Son of man, behold, I take away from thee the desire of thy eyes with a stroke. Yet neither shalt thou mourn nor weep, neither shall thy tears run down. Brothers and sisters, emotions being taken from you where you don't feel anymore. This is talking about the judgment of Israel. To be in a place where you don't feel anymore. You don't care if somebody's suffering. You don't care. We talked about the importance of kindness. We cannot allow these things to change our character. We cannot allow these things to change what God has blessed all these years. What we must do is right now amplify these things. And thank God, God, all these years, you kept me in your way, Lord, for these moments. There's a guy that blows me away. You know, he's, he's on the Internet, um, and he's all, all, it, it, he has a shirt that says free hugs. He's everywhere. Takes pictures everywhere. But he'll go into places where there's a lot of hate. Like he's been at all these riot places when they're cleaning up. And he has and everybody comes up to him, they see him when they're cleaning, and he's cleaning. And they'll want to take a picture with him, they'll want to do it. He's a black guy, and he'll go up there and he'll just he'll hug them and take a picture with police. It was it was interesting. I watched a video one time, and it was when some things when some police officers had been shot in Dallas a few years back, and he went up to some police officers. And I could see one of the police officers like kind of go back because there was a lot of hate during this, during uh, what had happened. And then this one police officer goes, "Oh, that's so and so," and he goes and he, he hugs them and he takes a picture with them. And then you could see that one guy that was afraid kind of start coming in. And you've always heard the term "kill him with kindness," but when that kindness is hard to find in us. then we're going to find ourselves in, this, in the same situation that the people of Israel were in, captive, lost. Es difícil, hermanos, cuando el momento que estamos viviendo ahorita comienzan a cambiar quién somos, cómo estamos tratando a personas, cómo estamos tratando a nuestra familia. ¿Qué culpa tiene tu familia con lo que que está sintiendo ahorita, pero como dice aquí, que va a quitar el sentir. Y no en una buena manera, que no vas a poder llorar ni sentir nada. Eso es feo. Yo, yo, soy, yo, yo, yo soy una persona, como estaba diciendo Lorenzo también, yo soy una persona que llora con cosas bien chicas. I'm a person that cries on small things. Something good happens on TV, I, I'll catch myself like, that was pretty neat. But that moment where you get so that you don't care. I don't care. I don't care what's all happening. We need to care. We need to allow God to use our hearts in times like this. So we don't become the people of Israel that in the times of Ezekiel. If we turn to Haggai 2, verse 2, I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. Haggai, verse 2, verse 7. Chapter 2, verse 7, I'm sorry. And I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. I can't really read that because that's broken down, but okay. 
temblar a todas las gentes y vendrá el des deseado de todas las gentes. Y en Chile, en Chile, esta casa de gloria ha dicho Jehová de los ejércitos. You know, brothers and sisters, we're going through a lot of things. A lot of things are happening in our lives currently. Hermanos, estamos pasando muchas cosas. Muchas cosas están pasando en nuestras vidas. Muchas, muchas preguntas tenemos, hermanos. Pero una cosa sabemos que Dios no cambia. No se mueve Dios. Está en el mismo lugar antes de todas esas cosas que han pasado. Tu palabra todavía es el mismo. No puedes estar quebrantado. Pero la cosa que necesita estar quebrantado es nuestros corazones. Nuestros pensamientos. Si estamos duros en cosas. If we're hard-hearted or hard-headed, that needs to be broken. Because the word of God will not be broken. We will suffer, brothers and sisters. We will go through things. Because of our stubbornness, because of our pride. But that moment that we say, God, I invite you in, God. There's things that need to be taken care of, Jesus. I find myself, I find myself murmuring. I find myself going into the old ways. Pidiéndole a Dios que entra en tu vida, que cambia cosas en tu vida ahorita. Cosas que, que con todo lo que ha pasado, hermanos. Hay espíritus que han venido contra nosotros. Que necesitamos tener cuidado. Formas de antiguas en nuestras vidas. Que quieren entrar. Pero Dios les, les ama tanto hermanos. Que trae su palabra. Trae un mensaje de éxito. Si ponemos el trabajo. Es un buen libro, el, el libro de Ezequiel. Ni hablé de los huesos secos. Pero no, no, tú, no podía entender Ezequiel. Cómo puede es, todos esos huesos que están aquí. Cómo puede ser un, un uh, how do you say, army? Ejército. No podía ver. Pero Dios lo hizo. Y Dios lo puede hacer ahorita en este día, hermanos. Dios, lo, Dios los ama tanto, hermanos. Y tiene algo para nosotros. God loves us so much, brothers and sisters. He has something for us. He has something for us. He has something for us if we don't give up. He has something for us if we're, if we're selfless, not selfish. God bless everybody. Why don't we all stand up, brothers and sisters? I'm going to ask us to uh, to pray. We have a responsibility. We can read more into, I tell you, the judgments on Israel. Some of those, like I said, some of those examples have been very impactful in my life. When I read them, I couldn't believe them. I was like, and they're so in-depth and so, and how Ezekiel, how God, you know, it's such a good book. It's such a good book to read. Sometimes we're reading a lot of other things. Sometimes we're talking about a lot of other things or, or looking at a lot of other things when it's all right here in this thing. But God wants to speak to us. So let's challenge ourselves to do that, brothers and sisters. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we're grateful, Lord, for your word, Lord. We ask, Lord, that, that wisdom, Lord, implant itself in our hearts, Lord, in our minds, Lord. That we have a desire, a curiosity to get into the word, Lord. To see more, Lord, and to see if these times are similar to those times, Lord, which we know they are. And the less we know about our past, Lord, the more of a chance Lord, we have of repeating our, it in our future, Lord. So I ask, Father, that you encourage the church, Lord, to study your word, Lord. To study, Father. There's so many things that distract us from learning more about you, Lord, but these times are evil, Lord. And as we've seen in, 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 in the wars, Lord, where 
They would grab books and burn them, Lord, because they didn't want people to be knowledgeable that there's a chance, Lord, there's an opportunity that this precious book could be burned one day, Lord, because people don't want people to have it. We ask, Lord, that you put it in our hearts, Father. We challenge ourselves, Lord, to get closer to you in the word, Father. I'm thankful, Lord, that your word is precious, Lord, that your word speaks volumes, that your word is it's current, Father. It's current to what we're going through. Bless my brothers and sisters, Lord, that they may be able to have a desire to, to get into your word, Lord, more and more. To study the preachings that are here, to bring it to topic, Lord. That we talk about these things, Lord, instead of things that have no gain in our future. Oh, Lord, I ask that your spirit just fall on us, Lord, that we have a desire, Lord, before it's too late. Continue to work on this church, Lord. Continue to bless us, Father, in our hearts and our minds, Lord. We're so grateful to you, Lord, for your love and your grace. The power that you have, Lord. We ask this all in your precious and holy name that you protect us this week, Father. That you watch over us, Lord, in everything that we do, Lord. That we do it all for your glory, Lord. In your precious name, we ask this in the name of Jesus.